0: Welcome back everybody to the podcast. Welcome back to Tax Tech and Other Stuff. This is episode one uh, today and we're going to be speaking to our first ever guest on the podcast. Really excited to have a guest with us today. So let's, uh, without any further ado, we'll get going. So uh, David, David Wallace, really good to have you with us.
1: Thank you, Russell. And I'm very excited as well to be here. I'm excited to be your first guest. So That's great stuff. I know. Um, (laughs) When we come back
0: for episode 200 in a few years time, you'll be like, oh, I was the first guest on that. (laughs) And I'll still be here. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Yeah, cool. Um, oh, as Russ was saying, I'm David Wallace. I've been at Tax Systems for just over 17 years. Uh, in that time, I've done a, a few roles, but generally speaking, most of the time has been around the customer support area. And I'm now the customer support manager within Tax Systems. We have a small team in the support team. There's eight of us. Uh, And we cover all areas of support, all the products, all customers and all the issues that they have. So that's basically what we do uh, and support.
0: Nice. And I think we chose to record with you this month, I think, because, you know, today is the 3rd of November. We all know um, in the world of corporation tax, December is very much busy season. Um, That's a pretty well known thing throughout the industry. And we wanted to make sure that we were doing something that our users and our listeners could kind of, get their teeth into at the time of year because obviously everyone's busy rushed off their feet so given we are at the start of november what is support currently looking like how busy are we
1: it's actually we're starting to get busy it's on an odd thing i think a few years ago would have said yeah we knew exactly what was coming at what times of the the year uh, and we had one product really and that was AlphaTax, and we knew that november december were busy we now have other products including vat products which have their own cycles, uh, and we're currently in the middle of one of the busiest VAT cycles within the year uh, at the moment, um, which ends on the seventh of November. So we're already busy, and that will continue that way till uh, the end of the year. The busiest time, as we're saying, you know, is November, December, and the world of support and corporate tax returns is just ramping up and getting busier and busier. So, for example, you know, the customer support team, we. Probably deal with around about ten thousand inbound calls a year, uh, and nearly a quarter of them come in the period November December. And if you also add to that that November December is a, a compressed month, really, it's effectively just a three week month. So it's quite intense. Your you know, calls go from six or seven hundred a month to twelve hundred a month wow. in that time. So it gets quite hectic, and it's fun. Um, <laughs> so we we monitor call numbers, you know, quite sort of closely. We also monitor so turnaround times, you know, of. Um, calls
0: yeah what are the kind of averages what do we what do we look at is and is it i suppose i guess the question for me would be Mm -hmm. you know is it the same sort of turnaround time we try and get to in november december or is it just is a bit slower because we're just so busy what how does that all work yeah
1: and it's kind of you look at a graph and it doesn't actually fluctuate that much throughout the year you get periods or you get times in the year and i'll probably i'll mention that a wee bit later i guess about specific issues that can actually affect the turnaround times because Mm. so, so it does affect it but it doesn't actually move that much off a day or two as a turnaround time to call closure mm-hmm. the other thing about call closure measurement is actually it kind of depends on the customer uh coming back to us because they're busy as well and to then we give them a response they don't instantly come back and say oh, that's great that's fixed mm. um we quite often don't hear from them again for several <laughs> days so you, yeah and that's, that's fair enough you know we all do that with um things that we buy and sell in the digital world so yeah that's kind of one of the things we have to kind of put into the The stats, as it were. Yes,
0: I imagine I've got many languishing chatbot conversations where they've told me that my Amazon package was indeed delivered when it wasn't. Uh, Then I've just kind of ignored them and and left them alone.
1: Exactly Uh, that. Exactly. And how
0: does that work? You know, what what other parts of the business kind of get involved with support rather than just you know your your core team?
1: We're really blessed in our company, actually, because we've got, we'll deal with, you know, first and second line support. We've got great third line support from the tax development team, the software engineering team. So if we need to escalate things to these guys, they are brilliant. And they come back with some great responses and, and a real willingness to actually help. They'll drop tools to deal with the customer issue. Nice. So we have that. And so so that also affected by, you know, the, the busy time and you know, the holiday time as well at the end of the year.
0: Yeah, indeed. And it's always, you know, I've been one of those people probably um, over the years where I've kind of, you know, down tools for a couple of weeks in December because my role obviously may be a little bit less kind of frontline, I suppose. And um, I always kind of come back and there's always been a flurry of emails and things going on. There's always stuff going on in December um, in our business, which is uh, maybe a little bit different. But of course, you know, that's that's our customers, right? We're there to make sure our customers are getting what they need to as well. So, just moving on a little bit, one of the things I know we monitor and we're really proud of in our business is um, our customer satisfaction score. So our, C- our CSAT. Kind of how? Talk me through a little bit about how that works.
1: Yeah, I, I mean CSATs. We never used to have them actually, our customer satisfaction scores. We never used to monitor them years ago. Um, So, the only tools we had to monitor customer sentiment was just like the, the nice emails that they would send us saying, you know, oh, thanks very much. That's been a great help. You've been a great help. And we get these sort of emails and we still get these sort of emails, but they're very difficult to quantify. Mm. In fact, we used to have a guy who worked on the team who used to collect all these emails and he put it in his customer compliments folder <laughs> nice. and he used that when it came to his annual review and said <laughs> well, ah, look, nice. these customers and actually that was his way of quantifying you know the, the, sort of how he 's got on and his performance mm. that's but so we had these but so we now have the, the the csat scores um which we generate every time we close a call, the customer will get the email and they 'll give us a score and that 's a great way of, for us to see you know how they think we are it helps us see you know how we're performing to them Mm. uh, and they can score us and whether it's... And it could be scoring us and whether it's the service, it could be the products, it could be the personnel to themselves, you know. Mm. I mean, I used to do level one support and I used to... We used to have a guy, a customer who would phone us and if I answered the phone, he would hang up and phone back for somebody else. (laughs) I mean these are things that you get and it's you know you just have to take the off of the smooth that you, know? uh, you get all sorts of things but that was a long time ago <laughs> i
0: don't
1: ask, i don't ask the forwards anymore <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice and if yeah. and if if a customer does come back and you know maybe i know that our our average score is very high but if they come back mm-hmm. with a with maybe a lower score what do we do in those scenarios do we follow up and we, we yeah. check in with people
1: yeah we do we really do when it's a low score and you know and, and you know, if somebody gives you a one out of ten, there's something that's a red flag somewhere. Mm, yep. uh, and yeah, you know, we will follow up directly with the customer. We don't get very many, but we do follow up, and you, you quite often actually find out that the customer's actually incorrectly sent the response back. You can even be mm. things like that, or it can be a genuine issue that they've got that they feel that they haven't, their issue hasn't been addressed. And yep. it, you know, obviously, we then flag it up and deal with it. Nice. So yes, you. it's very important to us, and we we do value the responses that come in. You know, and I, and I know that in the digital world we get so many of these emails for everything. You know, how was your pint of milk sort of thing, <laughs> um, but they are valuable because they all help to build this bigger picture and help us look forward to the future. How we address our, you know, ourselves as a team, how we can, you know, move forward and improve what we can can do to help the customer.
0: Nice, yeah. no, that's and that's really good. And I think you know, I I spend a good amount of my time talking to customers and it's always one of the things that gets referenced when we start talking about you know alpha tax and other, other products it's always you guys do really really good support i think people really value um you know the, the support it's it's really responsive they get turnaround times of course we've got you know we've got slas we've got service level agreements where we have to respond in a certain time but i think the consistent feedback that i get is that we are way under those times we're not you know we're not going yeah. well we've got two days to answer this thing so we're going to take a day and a half it's more like we'll, we usually get an answer out in an hour or two so that's it's always good to see. And, and in terms of what do we set in terms of our target for those CSAT scores and, and how are we doing, I guess, year to date um, at the minute?
1: Uh, our target for the year is 9.5 or 95%, 9.5 um, mm. out of 10 score. I get embarrassed to say because at the moment we're running at 9.78 or something. I think It's Ooh, quite nice. high. Yeah, uh, so it's very good. Um,
0: that's really good, isn't it? Because I suppose we're comparing to, I think, an industry average in our sort of world is about sort of 7, 7.5. So the fact that ours is 9, 9.7 with the target of 9.5 that's pretty incredible
1: yeah we're rightfully we're proud of it but I know that CSAT scores are based on what customers send us back you know mm. what the customer sends us back so you know maybe after this we'll all of a sudden get a flurry of lower scores that's that's very
0: enough oh just to yeah. just to bring the metric down i don't think our <laughs> listeners would be that cruel that would be mean maybe they'll go the other so. way and flurry of a, a flurry well, that, of tens bringing I hope it up the other one. so. I hope so. <laughs> uh, and in terms of then just talk me through um obviously there's lots of fun stuff that goes on in our products and in the detail but what are the, talk me through maybe just the trickiest kind of issue we've dealt with in the last few months or the last year or so because i guess we must see all sorts of things
1: we absolutely do um we get a lot of issues uh, uh, do you know what? if i was to ask each one of the team members i guess they'd probably all come back with their individual thought about mm. their individual trickiest ticket they've had or type of cases that they have because there's so much involved with you know what we have to offer and support wise but we do you know, we have had a biggie this year um mm. around the r&d claims earlier on in the year oh yes so we put out a release in may or yeah may hmrc changed the basically changed the rules the legislation just following that so it affected actually customers making their R and D claims to HMRC and their deadlines. It was actually a biggie, you know, it was quite important to them mm-hmm. because it was yep. they had to get their deadline to their claim in. So that inv- that involved a quite a big effort by tax systems and whole, you know, we, to actually deal with the, the resolution of these. And we ended up with a couple of resolution passes that were, you know, we could a lot of hand holding with customers to actually manually amend submission mm-hmm. files through to providing a hotfix so that they could actually apply to their system. Or we actually did the filing for them in a sort of kind of mm. uh sort of not quite developed version of alpha tax so to, to help these customers get over the line and then we you know obviously released the patch after that so that was quite a stressful time and it's, mm. there was a lot it affected quite a number of people and you know it affected things like your, the stats of that month where your the calls open stats you know that affected that because these calls were open for quite a while until we got them re- resolved nice. uh, so that was a, that was an issue that stuck with this year
0: yeah and and i suppose in in those instances it's all about getting you know understanding the problem straight away but then getting a process around how are we going to deal with these while we yes while we you know update the software and get the release out because of course we can't just issue a release we've got to test it we've got to make sure it's the high quality before it goes out the door so there's always that that process so yeah yeah i remember that time and you know again i'm I'm not involved in support but i definitely remember people saying oh there's the r&d thing going on but it sounded Mm. like we came across the issue we acted and we um we did what was the right thing by our customers and everybody yeah. got what they needed to in the end.
1: It was. And and it was I think the point was it was a full company type resolution. It involved lots of different areas within the company to get it done. So it was a really kind of good team effort, as they say, you know. So, nice. Yeah, yeah.
0: Cool. And I guess thinking forward to, you know, we're about to hit um already are hitting kind of the busy season. What are the I guess what are the top? I don't know one, two, three kind of most common things that you and the team will see kind of coming through. What do you tend to see as those kind of really common queries? And of course, what are the solves? How do we yeah. how do we make those things go away?
1: Yeah, we we have a biggie. The current biggie, which has kind of grown over recent years, uh, and it's it's all kind of known as like the polling no response type issue, uh, where the customer makes the submission to HMRC. Um, and then it seems to hang. It just seems that it keeps. We'll say polling, no response. Polling, no mm. response. And so the customer thinks my submission's not gone through. And actually, the message says your submission has been successfully sent, and it's polling for the response from the HMRC. Mm. But it's one of these, it's an area, it's an issue that has grown. It's got worse as the years have gone on. HMRC are now aware of it, so. They even have; they've got a status page. You know, a paragraph in their their HMR status page just talking about it that they are aware of it uh, and they're dealing with it. But it's just generally busy times. You make your submission, and the system just pulls and doesn't get the response. And it's the response that updates Alpha to to say that your submission has been successful, which mm. everybody wants to know. Well, yeah. um, So it kind of hangs there, and it's how the customer then deals with that issue because if they just they can go back. Later on in the day, tomorrow morning, the weekend, they can actually go several weeks later and go in and submit, and it will pull for that response and bring that response back. You're mm-hmm. not resubmitting the submission; you're just going back to collect the response, and that's the ideal way to do it. Obviously, when you get deadlines, people don't wait three months or three weeks before they get it, okay. so that's when they have to kind of keep their eyes on it and perhaps check with HMRC. What we don't want people to do is cancel the assembly because then you're losing that package. So you'll never get that response back for that assembly. So if you were to resubmit, reassemble, resubmit, you would get a message saying, yeah, return's already been sent in. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to cancel it because you want to get the original response. So it's kind of, people are getting aware of it. People have much more understanding because the first years we used to think, well, this is strange, but it's -hmm. it's got worse. But HMRC are now working to deal with it. Um, our tax dev team are working with them as well to just to help them sort of nail it down
0: yeah i think on that one the um it's probably the number one thing that comes up as a frustration when it comes to yeah. the peak season so when it comes yeah. to you know the december period and also i think the end of march as well as a particularly busy Absolutely. um, peak few days yeah, and mm-hmm. that does seem to be and that comes up in every yeah. conversation um, when the <laughs> customers are talking to us about you know yeah. what products are you building and what's going to be the future technology of tax systems and it's like can you just solve that polling issue? If you can solve that polling issue, then that 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 would really help us. Um, and unfortunately, as we all know, and I think our customers know this as well, the, the, the issue is is not with with AlphaTax and our software. It's it's so it's good that HMRC are aware. Let's hope that they um, that has been
1: a big step forward. And it is hundreds hundreds of cases in December. You'll get of that.
0: Wow. Okay. It's, uh,
1: so it's that kind of volume. Nice. But the problem with it, there's never quite as straightforward because the problem is that if you're the customer has to be sure that they're reading the alpha tax audit. Because, if, for example, if you've got a long period of accounts, mm-hmm. you've only got the that polling message for the first period, the second period has not been submitted. So they have to be careful mm-hmm. about how they're dealing with that long period to make sure the second period's gone in. And in that case, you might well have to actually cancel the assembly and then submit the second period independently for the first. Gotcha. So it's and and there's, there's other kind of google these as well you know like they mention these things because if, if a customer has sbas puts structures and buildings allowances uh, and if you've got a lot of them that also can have that sort of same issue but if the customer contacts us we'll help them deal with that because they can suppress that statement and still create you know uh, get submission ready for submission so it's different bits but it's all part of the same issue of mm. the polling response
0: and outside of the fun and games of hmrc polling which i think a lot of our listeners will be very yeah. well aware of <laughs> um what other things do you tend to see as your kind of november december kind of common common issues do you know it's an odd one and i
1: pulled the team <laughs> mm. i pulled the team with this one um and probably the biggest or the big issue is about the time of year is the fact of the time of year
0: right okay that,
1: People feel that pressure. They mm. want to get things done and filed away before the end of the year. They want to get the things done and kind of start getting a bit more stressful about things. And what we would say, the biggest tip is, first of all, don't leave things to the last minute because you might have a problem with your your tagged accounts, which might have to go back to the accounts tagging provider, yep. which you know is not something that's going to happen instantly. So it's don't leave things to the last minute You know, just to be a bit more organized. Also, just if you have an issue just to email as the issue with the details and the file. AlphaTax has got a great feature about it. You can do help email support within AlphaTax and that bundles up the the computation and sends it to us and they can put in a paragraph and see what the problem is. Mm. And that saves so much time okay. because we've instantly got that in front of us and we can deal with it. Rather than the customer phones us, we have to say, well, we'll have to put you to the, the bottom of the queue because we've got lots of calls and then go back to them and say, send the file. So it really speeds up that process and gives us a heads up, you know, a starter on that issue. Nice. So that's a, it's quite, a, it's quite a good one to... To think, you know, it's helpful.
0: Yeah, nice. And I think it's a really good point. You know, it's because it's a, the time of year, and you know, when people are doing tax returns on the 29th of December, 30th of December, and it's all a bit um, up against it, then people will probably lean on support a bit more than than maybe they might otherwise. I thought I thought it was, um, and it probably is a bit of an aside. I was doing some analysis on some of the audit log data we have, and I, I, yeah. I saw that we had about 20 CT returns filed on Christmas Day last year. Yeah. um so people are doing this stuff all the time and i actually got a an audit log of when people are doing sort of ct work it was interesting i think um, one fun fact we managed to dig out of the data was that people in corporation tax tend to take their lunch at about half past 12 because that's when there was a bit less activity compared to about half past one so but we also you know i suppose it doesn't sleep you know people are still doing their corporation tech work into the evening and of course early morning so yeah. given that we support during business hours you get a bit of a concertina effect there right where everyone's stacking up their queries from nine PM the night before when they couldn't get a group module to do what they wanted it to do or whatever it might <laughs> exactly.
1: be. Exactly.
0: And outside then, I suppose I know you said earlier about how VAT obviously we we follow mm-hmm. a kind of quarterly cycle on that. What about kind of other products, other other you know, non-alpha tax, other, other products? What does the support and is is it a bit different on other products or is it all sort of similar, just a different um, you know, obviously VAT rather than corporation taxes or yeah. anything in that? that will, how would you see it?
1: AlphaTax, is ninety percent of our support tickets. Yeah. Uh, cases are related to AlphaTax, um, so that's you know that's on-prem taxes with the various flavors of AlphaTax we've got our hosted service. So we cover all that. So that is the bulk of it. The VAT products, yeah, interesting. about the VAT products is that we had a big spike of cases earlier on in the year, and the, the the software team, the engineering team have been great, and they've they've dealt with the issues that caused these. So our, the case numbers, even in this period, has slightly leveled off. Which mm-hmm. is great, you know. So yeah. that's a great thing. Um and that's where, you know, the kind of the cycle of development has been beneficial to us and to the customer because it dealt with these things. Nice. We have other products, you know, Alpha Tag, that's another product, but that's very much related to the end of year stuff as well, because obviously it's doing tagged accounts to submit um mm-hmm. with your return. And we have again other products, for example, Alpha Cat that's got slightly different busy periods, uh, you know, sort of it's more of a June type return type data. Mm. But it's a much smaller product for us uh, and we get less calls
0: nice okay that's good to know I think Mm -hmm. so uh, moving to a slightly different topic for a second and it's the thing I'm spending a lot of my time on the fun world of AI and of course we are going to be doing um, future podcasts on just that that topic alone but you know it was interesting I was at the ICAW annual conference yesterday in London there were about 300 people there and obviously lots of different tech vendors doing different things what really struck me was that the the big wave of what people were there talking about, in, from a technology viewpoint, was all about well, you know, uh, you know, and I want to boil it down to effectively better chatbots. Um, we we know that chatbots generally, up until now, haven't been great, um, but of course, you know, people are wanting to you know offer better support better help via those that you know contextually understand more about your business rather than just give you blank replies or just um there's always a really good there's an image i used in my talk yesterday that was you know one from paypal where um someone raised a question and said i've been scammed and paypal responded and said great um that's (laughs) probably not what you want from your chatbot um i guess one of the things that um you know people have been talking about is you know using generative ai to build a bot that would be able to support and of course we've got all of our our knowledge about how to support and how to respond to certain queries, I guess. Where do you, where do you see that going? Do you see that as something we would look at or or what's your kind of view on that whole area? It'd be really interesting to get your thoughts.
1: How do you think I prepared for this session today? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, no, I I mean, seriously, I, I am up for change. I'm, I'm I'm quite an old person and I'm really up for change and I'm up for progress. I think AI is a great thing to complement our customer support processes. Mm. I think, um, any tools that can, you can brought in to help it and make support better is great. Mm-hmm. You know, If we can improve the customer experience then that's great. I, yeah, I'm totally in favour of it.
0: I mean, but it sounds like we've already got a pretty great customer experience from, from what <laughs> Exactly,
1: exactly. But you know, the, at the end of the day the customer has an issue they want it resolved as soon as possible. They mm. want to be back up and running as soon as possible um, and if they can get that response via an AI chatbot then that's great. As long as that's reliable and accurate and mm. timely then that's perfect. I don't mind that because... As long as it complements what we have, it doesn't yeah. replace it. You know, I wouldn't want to make it harder for people to get in touch with us. Uh, I wouldn't want to put blockers in because mm. um, that's kind of not the way we are. But I also I also know that a lot of people nowadays prefer to do everything digitally. Mm. You know, they they like to get their answer from a screen, and that's fair enough. So if we can build that to be a, you know a good tool that helps us, it can be our internal our, our customers externally. Then I'm I'm for it. Yeah. yeah it's a choice a bit choice and availability of solutions isn't it it's- i
0: think that's the right thing isn't it i think the wrong way to approach this would be that you would be you know shutting down existing channels of getting support and kind of putting this as front and center i think it's yeah. always got to be additive and i suppose you probably get people that have always phoned in and have you know been alpha tax yeah. customers for 15 years and they always call and that's the way mm-hmm. that they like to do it and why would you ever want to stop that um exactly. know, if, if if that's exactly. the preferred route of going but yeah i think i'm with you that yeah. you know anything that offers an additional channel an additional support to what mm-hmm. they're already getting is is no is, is no bad thing i um, just obviously have to be careful as you say that if it starts spouting out gibberish <laughs> um that's not yeah. something that we want to <laughs> we want to have yeah. cool and i th- i suppose just the last question from me and it's been really great to pick your brains about all this stuff is there anything else that are customers should know at this time of year or indeed any time of year what, what what's your kind of one piece of sage advice if if you've got one <laughs> uh
1: okay so i said i'm an old person another old person who was actually he was younger than he looked in the program corporal jones and dad's <laughs> army don't panic i think that's i think in all my years of in the support we've always managed to clear the decks by the time of christmas holiday mm-hmm. the christmas break so we will get things dealt with you know, it might take a day longer, but we will get there. Uh, so I think, uh, you know, as the customer, I would always hold on to that. Also remember, we are open between Christmas and New Year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, if there are last minute issues, we are there to still provide that support. But I, I guess, you know, it's like, don't leave it to the last minute, you know, just in case. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also say that I think as a member, I think there's a lot of our AlphaTax customers out there have far more AlphaTax knowledge than some of the guys in my support team. <laughs> um, you know, so I think sometimes that the questions that they ask means that the, probably the answers will not be instant because we'll have to find that out ourselves. Mm. Yeah. You know, so 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 it's, it's yeah. But we've got, as I said earlier on, we've got great third line support, which is fantastic. You know. But I think at the end of the day, my my ultimate message is that we really like our customers, we really value them. Mm. You know. So they're really important to us, and we want, as a support team, we want to serve them. You know, as best as we can because um, we actually do it because we do this job because we like it really mm. so that's 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 our kind of thing really
0: perfect I, I, and as i said before i think you know based on the, the statistics we get and based on the, that kind of anecdotal feedback from customers um certainly there is a massive appreciation in the industry for what we do and um equivalently it's something that we as a business are are very very proud of and and won't let Mm -hmm. you know slip it's a really really big cornerstone So i think it's one of those things where if you lose that and it's very very easy to break a reputation very very quickly in this sort of area um i've certainly seen other tech vendors not in the world of tax but in the world of finance that have really come under fire recently in the last year or two because their support functions that maybe used to be really good are now maybe not so good and i think that's not something that we would ever let happen um But thank you very much for your time, David. It's been really, really interesting talking to you. And uh, good luck for the coming couple of months. (laughs)
1: Thank you. Thank you. We need it.
0: (laughs) Take care. Thank Thank you very much.
1: Cheers. Thanks, then.
0: Bye.